We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. It's Dr. A. That is the K-Train. Ken Christ. All aboard. It's Tuesday, January 2nd. This is the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. It's 2024, baby. Let's do it. Hello, K-Train. How are your headphones? <laughs> they are great. I was just explaining to Doc, I stepped and crushed my go-to headphones. Luckily, I had these backups uh, in the closet, which I left open. Uh, but happy to be here in 2024. Thanks for having me, Steve. Are you sad about the headphones that are now destroyed? Those are your go-tos. They were my go-to. I am sad. I'm looking at them on the floor in two parts. I mean, they're plastic. They used to be... Um, my other pod partner used to call those my um, uh, boy band headphones. Mm. It's more like what I've got. These are my Stevie Wonders. <laughs> Did I say you got a golden tea for Christmas? I'm getting us off topic already. but My birthday. That. My oh. birthday present. Came home from playing golden tea at the bar. Yeah. I opened my front door and there's a golden tea machine in my house. That is fantastic. Is this it the is wife thing? Stop drinking. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> or I want you to is, drink it up. Yeah, maybe I don't need to have a full time job anymore. <laughs> you got all you need. Yeah, I've got it's everything like... I need right here. <laughs> uh, but it's cool, man. People like, like I'm known in my town as the golden tea guy because I'm Ooh. always I, I play every day. Okay, in this same bar, and so when I told when people found out I got that my wife got me a machine, they're like genuinely so excited for me like usually <laughs> somebody gets something cool and you're like oh that's great man and there's like this whole yeah. jealousy thrown in people are right. so happy for me it's like they can just see the tears in my eyes the, the joy it sounds like you have a wife who knows you well yeah so i got i got very lucky there so yeah that was cool um let's talk about uh let's hit some news ken and then yeah. we'll hit the panic meter, maybe some hot players, maybe some get off my lawn. I've got got one lined up for, for next Good. week. Maybe some bets and maybe a quick story. Dr. A, uh, brush of greatness story. Oh, fantastic. Perfect. And uh, as usual, you want to talk about you cannot get away from the maps. Yeah, right. Uh, well, 
I mean, it is timely. Kyrie Irving came yeah. back last night. Was it really a 21 game absence? Did you? Uh, you know, game? I relish him not playing. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Kyrie hater. So I enjoyed uh, the no Kyrie in the news. And look, surprise, surprise, comes back, plays poor defense, puts up a minus 15 point differential, and uh, Mavs get spanked by lowly Utah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Are you surprised at any of that? <laughs> uh, no, no. I think Kyrie's probably, you know, Kyrie's <laughs> one of those uh, addition by subtraction guys. You know what I am surprised by? I can't believe how badly Grant Williams is playing for Dallas. They gave him that nice contract. I thought he'd translate well in that lineup, hit a bunch of corner, catch and shoot threes, rebound better than this. It just goes to show Brad Stevens knows what he's doing, man. Well, and Grant Williams was supposed to be good. That, the thing I can't believe is that Dallas is as good as they are when it's literally just been the Lucas show. Right. Jones and Exum in their uh, in their starting lineup, you know, I mean, retreads. Basically. I mean, Lively's been a great draft pick, right? He's a legit center. Um, Derek Jones right. Jr. is having a career year. Yeah. Tim Hardaway is a solid basketball player. He'll be but, super hot for four weeks, then get cold for three. But yeah, yeah, he's doing his usual thing. But then you got all these guys just kind of filling in the blanks, and I, I don't know, man. They got a lot of band aid guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I do. I'm with you in the. But I'm with you in the in the Kyrie arena. Like I'm not a Kyrie guy. I never have been. But I did kind of like. I have kind of liked seeing him rooting on the bench for his teammates. And I feel yep. like he's invested. And I feel like, you know, Anthony Davis is is hell-bent on playing as many games as he can. Kyrie Irving, all these guys that were used to kind of be chumps are, are trying to play <laughs> every game now. And I yeah. feel like if Kyrie didn't have an actual real injury, he would be out there trying to help his team. So I still have a little bit of faith as a Mavs fan that this is all going to work out. But we'll, we'll <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll see. They, what are they going to do? They're not going to trade Kyrie at the deadline or anything, so they, they got to make it work. Yeah, they they are their hands are tied. Uh, so this Sal Fontecchio guy, Fontecchio, yeah. yeah, played for Utah. I have been screaming from the rafters, Kamla and I both, and and probably you too. Like, you got to trade Laurie Markinen off your fantasy team before the next injury and before he gets shut down. Rick and I kind of feel like this whole Utah team is going to get shut down. Fantecchio they should focus on getting the pick, yeah. 24 points, six boards, two assists, two steals, a block, and three triples last night. Is this a guy we should all be sitting on? I'm I'm going to say, unfortunately, no. I wish I shared your enthusiasm. Um, you're right. Utah's going to realize they need to tank for a draft spot but Fontecchio is a one night beautiful evening for him that's a crowded front court with Collins uh Kelly the clinical Linick Kessler marketing and uh Simone ranks 221 per game value over the last 14 days in eight categories per the rotowire rankings hey I think it was a great one-time game um he certainly will gobble up the minutes when they realize that John Collins' failure uh, is just that. Um, but uh, and I don't know why they're not giving Kessler more minutes. 
But to me, it's a buy low on marketing if you can. Uh, though maybe the the name's just too big to, to get him on the, on the low. His stats per year aren't that bad. In fact, his turnovers are actually improving. He's down two and a half points per game. Um, but you're right. Utah needs to focus on getting a lottery pick. You know, it's funny. When, when Camel and I were on last Thursday, he's like, dude, I just got a trade offer this morning. In, yeah. in our league. And I said, let me guess. He goes, what? <laughs> and I said, Laurie Markinen. He goes, yeah. I'm like, I got that one too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the person who has Laurie Markinen on, on the roster in our our league that we play in. Oh, is this the Ke- Camilla Keeper League? No, this is this oh. is the this is a uh there's my trophy from the Camilla Keeper. This is a different league you're in with Rick. Yeah. Well, no, now I'm confused. I don't know. But anyway, oh, no, it was another guy in that league said, oh, I got an offer on marketing today. I said, so do I. It wasn't Cameron. Um, It's the rock and roll league I'm in. But nonetheless, people are trying to move him. I don't think it's a buy low situation on marketing. I think he's a ticking time bomb. Um, (laughs) He certainly had health, a thick medical file before coming to Utah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at Hyperice.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What about Jordan Clarkson? I know you're fired up about him. Hey, it's triple-double, right? I just think it's nice for Utah. They had not had a triple-double in almost 16 years. How about that? And kudos to Clarkson. Does it coming off the bench last night? So, uh, yeah, kudos to Jordan and those Jazz fans. And I owe the Jazz an apology. wasn't crazy about those black and gold uniforms, but they've definitely grown on me. Huh. Um, different <laughs> league, same league that I was talking about, different person. 
once Dante DiVincenzo, who I just picked up off waivers when he blew up the other night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you have, like 48, 38 points? And he had something threes. sick because he was just draining threes. <laughs> he just was feeling it that night, yeah. And so I picked him up, and I'm like, he's already been starting for the Knicks for three weeks. They're, they're going right. to keep starting him. Uh, R.J. Barrett and all those shots are gone. I mean, yeah. quickly and all those shots are gone. Like, yeah. How can this fail for Dante? Uh, and she was like, well, do you want Zach Levine for Dante DiVincenzo? I'm like, I feel like I should do that. But I oh, you're on the you're on the DiVincenzo side of that. I yes. I didn't read the notes, the show notes right. <laughs> yeah, I, I can stick with Dante. I mean, here's what scares me about Levine, right? The Bulls are playing a heck of a lot better without him. They're 10 and 5 since Levine's been out on this current injury. Um, he does hope to return later this week, but if you're Chicago, what is the rush? And man, I feel like he's tanked his own or the Bulls success has really tanked Levine's trade value. No one's going to want that contract. I bring Levine off the bench while they're playing well, but I'm glad you stuck with Dante. I think that's the move. Well, I, I think once Levine is traded, which he's going to be, he's not untradeable. Uh, and he's not playing. I don't think he's playing another game for the Bulls. Once he's traded, I may look back on that and realize what a mistake I made. <laughs> right now, Maybe. I mean, I haven't seen Zach Levine. I haven't seen a picture of him or heard his name in th- two months. So, yeah. Well, and the picture I remember is him with terrible body language. His last few Bulls games were not getting back on defense and. uh yeah, you know he didn't win in Minnesota. He's not winning in Chicago. I don't want him. I I don't want to. I wouldn't want him on my 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 team. Um, did you happen to hear about the big trade that went down? <laughs> Heck yes! Heck yes! <laughs> what was your immediate reaction? Was it really Josh Hart being done for the season? That my was immediate reaction was, this is so cool. Like no one is going to call me and tell me to get on my computer and record a video right now <laughs> breaking down the trade in 25 seconds or less and firing it off to a studio in Connecticut and mastering it all over the internet. Like I just You're like, I can bed. enjoy my holidays. I just That's kept, the... I just kept scrolling. <laughs> well I don't wanna, you know, bad mouth a competitor where you used to work at, but uh uh yeah, you know, good for you not having to have the corporate man crush you on a holiday. I'll say this. I actually think it's a good trade for both teams. I think I Barrett you. needs Barrett needs to be somewhere with a fast motion offense. Too many times, look, I'm not an R.J. Barrett fan. I w- wasn't coming out of Duke. I'm not now. But that poor guy got stuck with a lot of, like, bailout Julius Randle shots. You know, shot clock's down to 22. They've doubled Randle, and he just flings some bad pass to Barrett, who's supposed to bail him out when he's inconsistently shooting from three. He deserves like plays called for him where he can focus on better being a better three point player. And who knows, maybe a little home cooking in Toronto will be what Barrett needs. Is this a Barrett trade or is it a quickly trade? Or is it just Toronto saying, give me younger guys with more contract control, knowing that they're probably going to lose on an OB after, you know, either this summer or next, depending on that player option. Well, Ananobi didn't look right this year. He, no. His stats are bad. The more usage Barnes got, the that almost came all directly away from Ananobi. And Ananobi's agent is either the son 
or the nephew of uh, Leon Rose, the president of the Knicks. So there's clearly some inside info the Knicks feel good about re-signing him. I think it's so funny that the Knicks are suing the Raptors for allegedly stealing insider info, and yet they somehow consummate a trade? I don't... That's so weird to me. That is weird. That's very weird. Yeah. Um, but, and, and look, Ananobi, I think he he's much more comfortable fit in that Knicks. He wasn't getting high usage offensively with the Raptors. And the Knicks are a defensive first team, which a guy like Ananobi loves. It really plays to his skills. And you know Tibbs is going to play him till his knees bleed. He'll be getting <laughs> 72 minutes a night or whatever. So I actually think both players' value goes up quickly. They started quickly. Can you believe they started quickly day one? They're just like, Schroeder, hit the pine. Uh, Schroeder still got decent minutes, but I was shocked day one quickly was the starting point guard. I'll see if that lasts or not. I think but I feel like all be. four. Yeah. Um, how come Ananobi played for the Knicks, but Achua didn't? I, Achua played. Did he? Oh, I was yeah. looking for minutes on that. I mean, they obviously Hartenstein needs some help there. Um, I only Hart- caught the fourth quarter of that game. Hartenstein still got 39 minutes, though. Yeah. <laughs> Tibbs. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Oh, Achua did get nine minutes. I'm sorry. We yeah. went a quick over two. Uh, I mean, I, I, presumably they'll ramp him up a little, but a little. I don't. I'm not expecting anything big. Uh, but I think quickly is a good fit in Toronto. I think quickly and OG or quickly and and RJB kind of both needed to get out of New York, and I feel like yeah. OG yeah. needed to get out of Toronto. Right. I think it works for everybody. I think if you have yeah. these guys, you're good. Josh Hart came off the bench, eight points. Uh, I'm worried about. Josh Hardy, because he's been such a solid fantasy guy. Yeah, but still 29 minutes. He's You know, if he's getting 29 minutes off the bench, you're happy. He's still got 11. You know, you kind of get him for his rebounds, and he got 11 of those last night. Actually hit two of three. He might be better coming off the bench, facing worse defenses. Here's, to me, the sneaky move off the straight. Jacob Pirtle, whose name I will mispronounce for the entire duration of his uh, NBA career. Uh, but I think Pirtle's value is actually going to tick up Achua, right or wrong, was stealing minutes from Pirtle as they kept experimenting in Toronto. And now he's their only legit center uh, north of the border. So I actually think Pirtle's minutes, so that means more rebounds, more blocks, more tip-ins. You don't want him taking more free throw shots. But there's my sneaky little under-the-radar move from this trade. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like Pirtle's been ignored all year. You don't hear his name. He's not doing much. Uh, maybe it gives him a boost. I mean, it's, it's possible. And I think he's worth hanging on to, but he's certainly not done anything uh, exciting. That no, I'm hoping just for a little more consistency and getting a double-double land. But he does get the blocks. He does get you the blocks. You know, I'm not one that can really sit and, and judge people on how they mispronounce NBA <laughs> players' names because I do it all the time. But <laughs> Between you this week with Jacob Pertle instead yeah. of Jakob. And then Jakob, the, there we go. See? My yeah. buddy yeah. my buddy Brian last week with Jamie Jack, Jacquez. Uh, <laughs> you guys That's are on fire. I was so focused on getting the Pertle part right that I screwed up the Jakob part. That is terrible. 
Hurdle rhymes with wordle. He's got a wordle type of game out there. Ooh, I, uh, like I like that. That's good. Underdog Fantasy is the number one platform for NBA best ball and NBA. We're going to start that over. Underdog Fantasy is the number one platform for NBA best ball and DFS player pick em contests. If you haven't tried Underdog yet, new Underdog users receive a first time deposit bonus up to $100 and a free six month subscription to RotoWire with promo code RWNBA. That's promo code. RWNBA is at underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog app today and use promo code RWNBA. Claim your free Red Wire subscription and deposit bonus. That's RWNBA. And we get a lot of subscriptions at Red Wire for that promotion. People love it. We're basically, because then you've got all the free advice from Red Wire to help you in your new account. All right, Steve, let's shift to your one of your favorite sections, the panic meter. Who is scaring you right now, Doc? Well, Jimmy Butler. He scared me three years ago, two years ago, <laughs> last year. The games played year. is the games played is gradually becoming a bigger problem each season. For Jimmy. Yeah. And not for Jimmy, Jaime. Not for Jaime. Not for JJJ. Dude, Soren came to me last night. He's like, hey, I dropped uh, Jaime Hawkes to pick up Shade on Sharp. And I was like, you did what? Unacceptable. I'm like, no. <laughs> get, get, get on your phone right now and go back and get, get him. You can't do that. <laughs> and he's it's like, funny. It's he's funny. Not, every, oh, go ahead. Sorry. He's just not that excited about Jaime Hawkes like I am. Doesn't like fundamental basketball, apparently. He's just watching the slam dunk highlight reels, you know? Well, there's that. You know, that's how these kids watch all of their NBA yeah, basketball. Exactly. They're just watching the top 10 plays. That's yeah. all they care about. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Butler's got a right foot injury now. After he missed all of last week, I think. he's already, He was ruled out last night early. Yeah, I don't it. know. I don't know if he'll play this week, but... It just it just gives that much more credence to Jaime Jaquez and how much of a leader he's become on that team and how important he is to that team and how you should not be dropping him anywhere, anytime, anyhow. Really can play two, three, or four. He's clearly more of a three. But uh, it's funny how everyone predicted the Heat would draft him. It happens. Everyone says, oh, he's going to be a perfect fit. And he is. Like, he, he is such – he's like heat culture day one. There's nothing flashy about his game. The footwork, the fundamental footwork is delicious. It reminds me of old school uh, old school hoops, Kevin McHale-ish. Um, uh, but, yeah, great passer, not selfish. You know, um, he just seems like – plays great D, switches well. Love him. He just looks like he just looks like he belongs out there. Like yeah. he looks like uh, he's yeah. been playing in the NBA for eight years. He really does. You would not look at him and think rookie the way he because there's not a he hasn't had a rookie moment yet. You know, like where he's panicked or, or things have been uh, shaky for him. Like when but, I just had to read that promo, start that promo over again. <laughs> that was a rookie moment. Uh, Jaime has not had one of those yet. No, no. I'm not going to. And I got to believe that, you know, uh, that Heat coaching staff is not the most forgiving. There's kind of a Belichick vibe. And yet, 
he's handled it fine. You know, they're not like the biggest rah-rah patent guys on the back there. Expectations are high, and uh, they don't mind yelling at guys in Miami. They really have a need to get to, you know, to yell at uh, Hawkeyes at all this season. All right, my, my guy, Victor Wimanyama, has missed th- three games now, I think. Here it comes. I told I, You know, I was scared of this at the beginning of the season. They're three players away from being legit contenders. Why would you play this clearly fragile 19-year-old and demoralize him for multiple losses? None of that is happening. He's not demoralized. He's completely fine. He's playing great. He's playing great. People are paying money to go see him play. Uh, The killer was when he sat one of the – the Spurs had a two-game week, and he sat one of them. That was – that killed me. Well, hey, what's happening is the Spurs are still terrible. I mean, they're 11 games out of the play-in tournament. That's yeah. what's happening. And that's my – I'm sorry. That really is my main point. This team's terrible. They have nothing to play for. And Pop loves to rest his guys. My hope is this. Because Pop has already said, for, for now, he's not going to play in back-to-back games. until his ankle's fully healed, which I'm fine with that. Spurs have three games this week. They have no back-to-backs. So we're get, we get a pass this week. Hopefully he <laughs> plays in all three games for me and I win. Uh, my hope is that maybe he sits the second or first of a back-to-back for the rest of the season, but plays the rest of the time. I think that is a best-case scenario. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, you know, I was really negative on Wemby and Holmgren. I've been wrong so far. I still think there's plenty of season for them to be hurt. I scared more about Wemby and just how bad the Spurs are. You know, the Thunder have something to play for. But Uh, I do feel like the league mandate of you're not just going to sit your guys to sit your guys anymore. It's working. Sort of working. It is. Maybe that gives us some hope on Wemby. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. You know what would be nice for Wemby? Get him a real point guard. Could you get him a true point guard? Would you start Trey Jones on the team? The Sohan experiment seems to have failed and yet they're still not starting Jones a point card. I don't understand what is going on. What is going on? I have no idea. Malachi Branham's your, your point guard of the future. I mean, clearly <laughs> they're drafting a point guard next draft, but I don't understand the refusal to put Trey Jones back in the starting lineup. I don't either. It doesn't make sense. Especially when, you know, Tony Parker was such a foundation for 20 years. And now yeah. you've got a small forward running the point. I don't get it. Uh, Benedict Matherin, two back-to-back 20-point games, super inconsistent. Uh, every, every time I get fired up about him and want to pick him up, then he disappears again. <laughs> it's going to happen all year. Yes. Rick, this team is mediocre. People are hung up on how well they did on the in-season tournament, and kudos to the Pacers for that. That was cute. That was nice. They just, won in, they just won in Milwaukee last night, bro. Yeah, they're, they're 18 and 14. Rick Carlisle, as he did last night, is going to experiment with lineups throughout the season, and that's what's why you're going to be driven mad about Matherin. Uh, very nice win in Milwaukee last night. Absolutely. And Halliburton, legit NBA star. Um, I love how often you see he's got 15 or more assists with only two or fewer turnovers. That's gorgeous. But they can't decide on Buddy Heald 
Well, you know, maybe here's our best scenario. Does Buddy Heald get sent to the Sixers at the trade deadline and they finally commit to Matherin as a starter? I don't know. That'd be cool. I mean, Heald is not on their timeline with those stars. It's not like they're playing lights out ball where you'd want to keep him. You know, where you wouldn't want to upset the magic. They're 18 and 14. Highs and lows. And Heald's 31. How old is Heald? Well, uh, Nemhard got hurt last night. Hurt his back and did not play in the second half. And uh, Buddy Heald started second half for him. Um, how do you yeah, like the... How do you like the Jalen Smith and Aaron Neesmith in the starting lineup and moving top into the bench? Uh, I don't love it. <laughs> I, I want to see Obi Toppin play. He doesn't rebound. He's 6'9 and doesn't rebound. Sounds like Zion. <laughs> He's in better shape than Zion. At least he looks, he looks like he should rebound. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Toppin, 29 minutes, three rebounds last night. I mean, that's what's benching him, I'd imagine. I'd be yelling at him all day and night if I was on the Pacers coaching staff. He's getting outmanned by Aaron Neesmith, who's really a shooting guard. And they'd yeah. rather have Neesmith uh, get uh, minutes at the four. Smith's starting, but, like, he's playing 12, 15 minutes, you know. But they'd rather have Neesmith at the four, who's, like, 6'6 six, six and 230 or something, or 215. But Neesmith hustles. Like, you can't deny getting... Neesmith's hustle. Neesmith is a guy that – fantasy managers should be looking at too because he's getting minutes yeah he's scoring he's scoring he doesn't do a whole lot of other stuff but he gets steals you know and five stocks last night which is obviously unusual but he hustles on d and gets steals um yeah his shot was horrible last night but he still got 10 attempts hoisted three uh from behind the arc but yeah neesmith is a great no cost pickup uh when pacers are on a four game week because he, yeah, they love his defense. Um, where are we at with Sadiq Bay? Jalen Johnson's back, back to back double doubles, a huge game on Sunday. Uh, I'm kind of fired up about Jalen Johnson again. Yep. Uh, uh, I'm with you. I, you know, Bay has always scared me from a field goal percentage. Like, it's not worth the threes if he's going to tank your field goals. Now, granted, he's shooting a career-high 45, just a hair under 45% this season. But uh, I think they prefer Jalen Johnson. For, they've been married to, to Hunter for years now. Um, but, hey, you're the Hawks expert. Are you saying this is it for Bay? I just think from a fantasy perspective, I don't want him – I don't want the third wheel in a three-ring – small forward mess yeah. on my team. I want the first guy, and that's the only one I want, and that's Jalen Johnson. So I, I just think Sadiq Bay is going to kind of go away quietly here in the second half. Are they souring on Hunter after years of always letting him start, regardless of his health? I mean, I don't know. He, he's going to miss He's going to miss more weeks. He's, he's not close to return, I don't think, and yeah, uh, you know, I had Bob Raffin on earlier, and he he was excited about Hunter this season. He thought this was going to be a year we finally see the guy we drafted. But, you know, your note here says, ask my buddies in the bar what they think about the Andre Hunter. They'd be like, yeah. does he play for the dogs? <laughs> I mean, the dogs got robbed out of that football tournament. And 
So I don't really care about anything else till next year when the dogs play again. Uh, <laughs> are you the only one watching basketball at that bar where you're not the golden tee? Dude, when I turn basketball on in that bar, I get some pretty hateful, <laughs> hateful looks. <laughs> I ain't watching these. These boys don't stand up for the flag, son. <laughs> I, I had a guy, yeah, yeah. guy threaten me one time because I turned the NBA basketball game on. <laughs> Oh, uh, you're talking to a Vermonter. We don't have that problem up here. Got, no one's, he, there are, we don't have sports bars. Everyone's out actually skiing and doing stuff. He got up, <laughs> he got up and actually left because I turned the game on. I'm like, sorry, dude. It's my job. I need to watch this. He's like, well, I ain't going to sit here and watch this. He got up and walked out of the bar. Okay. Jeez. Well, yeah. okay. They still um, I mean, come on. Karis LeVert. What's going on with him? He's either injured and not playing, or he's going nuts. Well, and yeah, and why are they just turn their back on Craig Porter after he had five or six great, solid games as a starter? They demote him suddenly with you know they need his rebounding. Mobley's gone for another month, right? Like I don't understand the bailing on Porter and the roller coasters. I I feel like I picked up and then dropped Levert in ten leagues last uh, week. Uh, it was a holiday blur. I don't know what day it was what, but I was so excited to get Levert, and then I wound up dropping him because uh, the Cavs' game count was bad these weeks. Well, and Brian asked me last week, he's like, what about Karis Levert? Are you picking him up? I'm like, no, because I don't know when he's going to play. I Does he still have inju- wrist injury issues? I don't know. But I just don't get – yeah, trying to predict. And they lost. Like, I don't know. You, uh, they Bad loss to Toronto. Porter gets six minutes. To me – Porter was the head scratcher. You've uncovered this gem, this undrafted rookie. He was awesome as a starter, and they really turned their back on him this fast. I th- that didn't make any sense to me. The Craig Porter, it was all tied to Donovan Mitchell, right? Like when Mitchell was out. Well, I thought, no, I thought Garland's you know absence is also you know opened the door wide open for him. You would think I thought they were going to move Struess to move Struess to the three. Why are you giving a Coro and Dean Wade minutes? Then they how, how badly did Okoro have to play last season? Look at him last night. Minus 18 point differential for Okoro. Wasn't the entire last season a failure at small forward <laughs> led by Okoro for the Cavs? They yeah. finally go out and get Struess to fix that. And then they shove Okoro back in the lineup. I, ugh, I don't And Craig Porter, I feel like, was just playing shooting guard while 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 Mitchell was gone, because and uh, and awesome rebounds, but you know he had some six or seven game assists. He did uh, mixed in there. I thought, like my goodness, you found this great another gem from Wichita State. This is fantastic. But Maybe thought, just a one game blip, but we'll see. I thought when Mitchell came back, Porter would still be playing some point guard. Exactly. It, it, exactly. As soon as Mitchell came back, Porter was Porter disappears. So yeah, That's I, good. I I don't but know. He what had doing. four starts. He had a, these are his assist lines in those four starts, seven, eight, 11, and six. Those are point guard numbers, not shooting guard numbers. And Mitchell is really natural position shooting guard. Let Porter run the show. Porter's going to defer to Mitchell. I don't, it just. uh. And that's why I thought, I thought when Mitchell came back, well, Darius Garland's still out for another, however many weeks with a broken jaw. Porter should be fine. And then and Porter, yeah, gone. and they won three of those four starts with Porter in there. It doesn't make any sense to me. That's no, what I mean. Make... That's, my, 
that's my get off my lawn moment for me to, this week. Is it bring back any sense for me either. Free Craig Porter. Ah! <laughs> well, I have a I have a get off my lawn that's related to something you said a minute ago about not knowing what day day it is. <laughs> From December twentieth to January fourth, dude, I have no idea. Ditto. Ditto. Um, None. And it's funny because I was sitting here on Christmas Day last week, right? Just enjoying yeah. my Christmas, just having the time of my life. Uh, <laughs> it's like one o'clock Christmas night, and I'm like getting ready to walk into my bedroom, go to bed. And I'm I figured out that it was Monday. Right, you had to set your light up. <laughs> three NFL, 60 NFL blurbs that had to be written up for the next morning. Then I normally do it like two in the afternoon on Mondays. <laughs> so my whole plan just went out the window. Mm, uh, the was- dark side of the freelancing work there, Doc, is, yeah, yeah the schedule's a little more erratic and you. It did have stuff due on a Monday. So yeah. I wrote from 1 to 5 a.m. And then I had to get up at 6.30 and go do this other thing. It was it was terrible. So I'm, I'm tired of not knowing what day it is. Um, That's fair. But, you know, there's a part of me. Luckily, you know, we have the luxury of no longer having corporate jobs. And it's a lot easier to go back to a job that's fantasy sports versus driving to some god-awful I, uh, steel tower of <laughs> endless cubes where you got to crank out meetings and spreadsheets and you fill out your DPS forms, whatever they call them nowadays. Like, thank God that's behind us. But yeah, uh, uh, I like, I like, I'm an old man who likes the standard regular week. And yeah, when we go to the holidays, I'm wildly lost. I have no idea what day it is. I don't know when they're, picking I don't know when they're the trash out. Yeah. <laughs> We are we we are the same old men, one brain, two bodies. <laughs> Dude, the thing about my trash can is uh, my driveway is at about an angle like that. You don't have ice on yours though. You're down there at happy eighty degree Atlanta every day. I'm sl- I'm sliding on my ass, trash flying everywhere. <laughs> there have been there have been times, and I'm not kidding, where I've had to put on my golf spikes. Yeah, <laughs> to get my trash can up my driveway in the snow. So yeah, we have these things called crampons here. They're like rubber soles with spikes you shove over your shoes. Yeah, well, I probably need some crampons. Yeah, uh, another thing, another little old man thing that's bothering me is like, who made the NBA schedule this year? First of all, we get no Sunday games in three out of four weeks, which that yeah. ticked me off. I, yeah, I like football as much as the next guy. But I need some NBA on Sundays. And now next week, there's a bunch of teams. Everybody plays three or four games, right? Yeah. Except for the Nets and Cavs only have one game. Yeah. If you're you're in a head-to-head matchup and you've got Donovan Mitchell and you've got uh, Malik Malik Beasley. or uh, Yeah, Malik Beasley. Bridges. Bridges. I mean. Mikael Bridges. Yeah. Mikael Bridges. That's what I'm trying to say. You got Bridges and and Mitchell. You got a bench. You're toast. Well, I think it's a bigger issue if you got, if you're a Claxton owner, right? Because having a valuable third center is really hard to do, and you can't have Claxton just play one game. Yeah, those three blocks he might get are super valuable, but one game—that's brutal. That's why I kind of, well, you know, similarly, that's why I didn't go after Drummond 
because the Bulls only had three this week in a week when most teams had four. Are they to me, in Europe or something? Oh, I don't. Is that what? Oh, geez, I don't know. Uh, I didn't look at that. I wonder if no, they're playing in that. Europe. All right, so on Rotowire, on the NBA section under scores, there's a section called. It, there's a link called upcoming games, and you can enter the dates. And you know, most leagues are on Monday, but if you're different days. And it shows you in a very nice, simple table that you can sort by games played. It's the easiest place to find how many games your teams are playing next week. And to me, that pick, you know, when you're streaming, games played next week's huge part of uh, which free agents to pick up. They are. They, they, well, it's funny because uh, in my column I put on Rotowire, uh, I think it was my, my weekend update. We can recap column. A guy commented there because I'm like, you know, if you play in a head-to-head league, this one game week thing is a big deal. If you play in a roto league where games played don't matter, it's not a big deal. And he's like, well, you know, a lot of fantasy sites nowadays have it set up so the games played really don't matter, so you don't have to worry about that anymore. But but a lot of us are old, uh, yeah. get off my lawn guys that are yeah. still playing on a CBS league. Or you can always set your lineup once a week. So right, right. I think that guy was saying, you know, you get you can do daily leagues. I have a life. I don't daily leagues. I don't know. I'm not crazy about. It. Like I feel like, yeah, I, I prefer my set it on Monday. We're all going to have some injury risks. Sometimes you win out. Sometimes you lose. I mean, if you have a daily league, that just means okay. I need a good bench now. You can't. It's harder to just hold a guy that's out for a month because you actually need to be rotating guys again, really to max out games played. Right. And, uh, yeah. Um, and but I, I get it. I know other folks, but Mike Barner's a huge daily games guy. Uh, well, my daily, games. my daily leagues, I just set my lineup for Monday through Sunday on yeah. Sunday and let it rip and then try to check in on it occasionally <laughs> to make sure. It's easier for us. Game. People with real jobs though. I feel like daily leagues are not fair. <laughs> I mean, I had one job that blocked gaming sites. You couldn't, you know, now you can do it on your phone. Back in the day, there's another old, goodness, another old person story. But like real jobs, I couldn't even, I had to wait till I get home. That's not what the wife wanted me doing after I worked 11 hours at some corporate slog. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, guys, I'm fired up about. Here we go. Malik Monk. Always going to score. Always going to score. Six dimes in in December. Ball. I mean, he's really he's their backup at both guard spots. Really, Red Velvet has really cooled off. Which are mm. even more minutes for Monk. Uh, sure, love him. They rely on him. They need him, and they're a fast paced team, right? So people get hung up on him not starting, but aren't they? They got to be top three in possessions. Let me look this up. Possessions per game. Uh, they were number one last year. Oh, they're down this year, team possessions per game. But uh, they're, they're 12th. But mm. it's still fast-paced. They they'll, they'll improve that. Nick I Richards, uh, Charlotte playing center. We don't know when Mark Williams is coming back. What is going on? Mark Williams is too young to be this have this many health issues. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know when he's coming back. But Richards, every time I look up, the guy's got one to four blocks. Um, yeah, legit backup. Mark Williams, we've got hoping he comes back tonight. Uh, I don't know why we haven't listed his game time. Charlotte's one of those teams that does not help out with useful injury info. 
back issue for Williams, and he's missed, it looks like, roughly a dozen games. And we'll see if he returns. Richards but, has been awesome filling in. Uh, Denny Abdija, back-to-back double-doubles. Double-doubles in three of his last six. Some of those old hollow, though. The, I don't know. I'm He's going down with the Denny shit, man. All right. <laughs> he hit like one of those logo threes, right? Uh, before the end of the quarter last game or something. I don't, I don't watch know. the Wizards. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he, hit, he hit some logo three. Then he's given like some, you know, love me symbol to the crowd. And I'm like, yes, the five people forced to go see the Wizards over the holidays are very happy for you, Denny. Nice. Nice job. Um, all right. Can I give a little love? To my favorite Celtic, D. White, baby. Mm. Derek White ranks ninth in per game value, nine category leagues over the last 14 days, and 15th per game for all season stats per the RotoWire ratings page. And why not? He's averaging two and a half stocks, 5.3 assists, which is more than alleged starting point guard Drew Holiday. I'm telling you. It's Derek White who brings the ball up more often than Holiday for the Celtic offense. Plus, he's averaging 2.7 threes per game. Last year, Derek White led all guards in block shots. And this year is the first time in his career, which I was shocked, but I've been preaching this since the offseason. Uh, off this is the first year in his career where he's going to see 30-plus minutes a game. He's at 32.6 right now. Anyway, love me some D. White. Probably too late to try to trade for him on the cheap, but uh, everyone thought he'd be buried with these stars. But he's exactly the steady hand they need. Well, we all thought Derek White was going to do exactly this, and then the Celtics got Drew Holiday, right? And then we were right. like, "Rest in peace, Derek White." That's <laughs> value, but I don't think we took into consideration that Marcus Smart is gone. That's right, and has good Brogdon gone. Yeah. Just how good Derek White is. Yeah, they're actually thin in the backcourt uh, with it's Smart and, and Brogdon gone. It's him and Drew. Peyton um, Sam, some people think Hauser's a shooting guard because he's a 3 and D guy, but he's really a forward. Pritchard is an offensive spark, but can't. But they can't rely on him for long stretches on the defensive end. Uh, and honestly, watch your Celtics games you will see Derek White bring the ball up more often than Drew Holiday. They love Drew Holiday, but because he's a defensive master. And, you know, Bucks are the Rotowire office is in Wisconsin, and they were getting mad at some of Holiday's offensive decisions, especially in the playoff run. And the Celtics have said, ah, we have Derek White. We trust him to run the offense. Holiday, you do what you do. Well, and you put Derek White and his rebounding and defense next to Drew Holiday. It's elite. That's why best I still think Celtics, in the league. That's why I think Celtics are the best team in the league. Amen, brother. Amen. I agree 100. percent All right. Who else is on your hot list? Or let, let's discuss. We already we kind of went into the Hawks forward situation. You're a Jalen Johnson guy, and I trust you. There, yeah, we already talked about that. There. But let's talk. Yeah, center position in Chicago, sir. Oh, Andre Drummond. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about that? I, I did not see 15 points and 21.3 rebounds coming. Two yeah. steals and two blocks. Old school. He beat up some non-center team, some donut squads, you know, a hole in the middle. But still, and he used to be a stock machine back in the day, right? Uh, let's say those DePistons days. But my goodness, uh, nah, 
I did, as I said earlier, I didn't go all in because one, Rotowire's got Vooch coming back Friday. Uh, I think. Is that the fifth? Yeah. Now we'll see if that actually happens or not. It's, it looks like you saw something where you think he's coming back next week. I mean, I would not be surprised if, he, if Drummond plays all three games this week and Vooch yeah. sits out. Um, but it, it was a three-game week for the Bulls in a week when most teams had four. So I did not dry, dive into the Drummond free agency because I thought it's a one-week rental to Vooch comes back. Because it's weird. When Vooch is playing, they just don't give Drummond any minutes. He just go, you know, he's back to single digit. Uh, that was a hell of a one week he had. Um, he sure was. It and sure he's was. Get at least two more games this week. So yeah. if you've got Drummond, you just hang on and and get ready to jump off once yeah. it starts sinking. Great, a great daily moves league pickup and enjoy the ride while you can. And maybe Vooch, maybe they don't rush Vooch back. I mean, it's a groin injury. I, I would, I don't think they're going to rush him back, but I don't, I don't know. Tim, My, you know, all right. Sidebar here. You remember the Cheers episode where Ted Danson did the uh, was the temporary sportscaster in Boston and did the rap song about groin injuries, right? <laughs> no. No. Oh, okay. Then I won't do it here. My younger podmates don't know it, but I was hoping my fellow old man here would. Uh, no, right, I'm listening to the clip. I was a Cheers casual bystander. Like, if it was on, I'd watch it. I didn't have to see it. Uh, All right. I was all in. All right. Sorry. Uh, um, I'm going to bring up a big name. Not like you can do much about it, but... Scotty. Scotty Barnes, Raptors. I'm never one that believes in point forwards, the whole Grant Hill mythology. But look, Barnes has proved me wrong this year. Last 14 days, he ranks 8th in 8 category per game value. He ranks 10th. For the season per game value, uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how the addition of Quickly and Barrett maybe change Scotty Barnes' value. But like we said, I think this is the rare trade that actually helps both teams. I think Barrett's going to enjoy a lot of catch and shoot threes from Scotty Barnes, uh, and maybe a true point guard and Quickly. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure how this shakes out for Barnes. It's clearly Barnes' squad. The only concern I have is Barnes is having a, his career year and they're still not winning. The concern I have is Barnes is having a career year, and then they get rid of OG and bring these two guys in, and now the chemistry's all changed. I just don't yeah. want Scotty Barnes to to fall off a little bit because of this deal. He he was playing so well, blocking shots, doing so much. Um, I'm just I'm just a little worried about that, but not. Given no. first round first round pick value, which uh, I'm I don't think anybody who owns who manages them took him in the first round no they did not all right what are your bets for tonight doc oh speaking of Derek white oh, my yeah, underdog yeah. that i threw together before we got on the air i've got Derek white over 16 and a half points love it going for a chet big block night that's always hit or miss man this will be the one that either wins it or loses it for me i can't wait for this game i just think this game celtics Celtics Thunder, oh, this is going to be awesome. Perzingis against Holgram, I can't, I can't wait to watch this. I'm so excited for tonight's game. It's going to be fun. And then Josh Giddy just coming off a 20-point game. Seems like his scoring's getting back on track. He's going against the defensive-minded Celtics, but I don't care. I've got him at over okay. 10.5 points. Drew over 4.5 assists. I don't think that should be a problem tonight. 
And then Porzingis over eight and a half boards against Chet. So you clearly just V, you, you, it sounds like you should be on the over. It's 240, 240 and a half. You think this is going to be a faster scoring game than Vegas has right now? Um, Maybe. It's going to be, it's, I don't know. I don't know. But you got you know, a lot last of night it was here. supposed to be the Pacers, Bucks were supposed to score 180 or whatever. And it was right. way under, it was way <laughs> under where it was supposed to be. Yeah. All right. We'll see. We'll see. I, I'm excited. I love these, like, you know, the rare Eastern Western conference stuff where the teams don't know each other that well. Obviously this thunder starting five hasn't played together long enough to get to know them that well. Uh, I'm a classic East coast bias guy. So I've been excited for this game for a while. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. This might be Blanton's worthy bourbon wise for, uh, uh, for this game. I've got, um, I'm sticking to advice from the Rotowire new picks and pops feature where it suggests underdog fantasy picks as well as player props. Uh, I'm taking the under. I'm going negative. Chris Paul is not going to get nine and a half assists tonight at home versus the Magic. Look, Paul might be starting, but pods, baby. Brandon Podzimski, I probably butchered that. He's playing great and deserves more minutes. CP3 with only 4.3 dimes. Averaged over his last three contests, which are all losses for the Warriors. Look, the future for Golden State is Kaminga, Pods, and Trace Jackson Davis. Play the kids, Steve. Come on. How did Trace Jackson Davis fall to 57th in the draft? You're, you know, we're both Big Ten guys. I know you love your Hoosiers. I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i kind of pissed. I'm kind of a little angry the Celtics didn't grab him second round. They kept trading back. They settled on Jordan Walsh, who's... Hasn't left the G League yet. I uh, I don't know. I don't understand it. Did, do you think people viewed him as maybe too much of a traditional can't hit the corner three center? I don't know what it was. I mean, I watched him play all year at IU last year, and he was he was really, really good. He was dominant. It's not like you could – maybe it's a little age bias, right, because he's 23. He played, <laughs> you know, he played the four years with the Hoosiers. Maybe size. He's kind of undersized. But today's NBA, I don't know. That's not an issue. Uh, he, I think it's the lack of three-point shooting. He didn't hit a three-pointer his entire college career. I think that's what they shied off about him. He hasn't hit one for the Warriors yet. Um, I think they everybody wants him to – because of the smaller size, they're like, eh, we want stretch fours. He's a traditional four. Well, but we'll he stay. plays with a guy named Clay and another guy named Steph. Right. They don't need the shooting. I don't think they get... need their big man to be out there bombing threes. Yeah, exactly. Well and, said. I'm with you on Pajemski, by the way, man. I love that kid. His motor's at 110% all game. I love it. And frankly, he's a great guy to watch at a bar because he's got that funky uh, hairdo with the headband. It's hard to miss him. Love it. All right. Do you want to hear a, a quick Herb Williams story? You know I do. Let me give the quick Rotowire plug. Uh, folks, for a free, free try trial of all the Rotowire tools, whether it's the picks and props feature, the daily fantasy lineup optimizer, the player ratings, the upcoming games, just go to rotowire.com slash try for a free, free, free look behind the subscription wall. That's Rotowire. Dot com And now let's end with Dr. A's brush with greatness. And while you tell the story, I'll try to answer a lot of these questions we got coming up on the live chat.
Oh, nice. Well, Take I it away. Real, Take it away, Doc. I was going to say real quick, as far as the, the free RotoWire subscription, when I'm on RotoWire on my telephone, I'm not lo- I, I haven't logged in. So it doesn't oh. know that I am a subscriber. Yeah, so, you gotta, just do that once and it'll remember you. Just log in uh, once, man. That's a lot of work. Ah. Really. <laughs> so, so Waylon will send me an email and be like, your column just posted on RotoWire. And I'll go there right. and read it. And I only get through like the first two paragraphs and it cuts me off. I mean, just subscribe. Log in once. Yeah, log in once, Steve. Just uh, once and the phone will remember you. All right. I'm, I'm at, that's my New Year's resolution right there. There you go. All right. So Herb Williams used to play for the Indiana Pacers. Big center. Big he, old school center. Loved him. He played with Clark Kellogg. They both went to Ohio State together. And, you know, I was local, so I I, I kind of knew Herb. Herb knew who I nice. was. We'd see each other all over the place. And, uh, it was my turn. There were like five of us kids, shoe kids, and it was my turn to get a pair of Herb Williams shoes. So as happened so many times, the game ends. I'm standing outside the locker room, and Herb is nowhere to be found. And, you know, some of these other stories I've told the same. Mailman did the same thing, and other guys have done that to me. Yeah. So I'm like, start asking around the other Pacers who were just coming out of the locker room. I'm like, do you guys know where Herb is? And, like, oh, yeah, uh, I think he said he's going up to the bar. You know, I'm like 15 years old. There's a bar at the top of Market Square Arena. I go up there and the bar's... The players would go to the bar in the arena post-game? Yeah. Was it just players or were there fans in there? No, it was, the bar was closed. It was just Herb and some dude. And, uh, so it's that, called I'm going to tell my Ryan Sandberg story. I have a Ryan Sandberg bar story in Chicago when you're done. I, it's ahead. called the Eagle's Nest. and It's like a rotating restaurant up there with, with a bar. And apparently, I think it was another player. It might have been like Kelly Trapuca. Seriously, I don't, I, I don't know who it was. I can see that easily. Yeah, uh, but I think it was another. I think it was a, a player we were playing against. Anyway, I get up there. I go all the way up there. It's like you know, eleven o'clock at night, eleven thirty, and uh, the girl was cleaning up. And I said, "Hey, is Herb Williams in there?" And she's like, "I don't know. Is that Herb Williams?" I said, "Yeah." How many six eleven gentlemen are in this bar? Very braces. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. probably a walking stick. <laughs> so, uh, so she's like, "Okay, yeah, you can go in and talk to him." So I go walk waltzing over there. I'm like, "Hey, Herb." He's like, "Hey, buddy, what are you doing?" I'm like, "You said I could have your shoes tonight." He goes, "Oh, yeah, man. I'm sorry, I forgot." He goes, "Here you go," and he hands me his set of car keys. And he says, <laughs> really? My blazer's down there on the third floor. It's black. The shoes are in the back. Just pop the thing, get the shoes, and lock these, this, it. And this is the days key. before the uh, remote key, right? You've got yeah, to actually no, put no, the key in the hole to find the right blazer. No key fob in 1984. <laughs> so, uh, so I went down there, found the truck, opened the back, pulled the shoes out, shut it, went back inside, climbed all the way back up to the top of Market Square Arena, went in there. And he signed both of them, and uh, I gave him his keys back. And, I mean, I don't know. I just thought that it was That must have crazy. taken some time. 
I bet Herb had a few a few bourbons in between you running down to the parking lot, trying to find which car is his, getting his shoes out, running back up to the bar you're not allowed to get into. I shouldn't even been in that in there. I, <laughs> I wasn't even allowed in there. And then, right. you know, I'm I'm like 15 years old. And my mom has probably been there for an hour out in the parking garage waiting. Parked on the street, wherever she was, waiting for me to come down. 20-degree weather. Yeah. You must have had a lovable mug as a 15-year-old for all the free stuff you got from these players. Would you like – could you muster to, like a tear or something to get the players to feel sympathetic towards you? What was your What was your go-to trick? I didn't really – I didn't really have one. I was just, just persistence. Just I persistence. was nice. I was nice, and I tried there to be go. polite. Polite goes a long way. Polite I got yelled at by Tiny Archibald one time. He's like, "You didn't say, you didn't say please." I was like, "Oh, Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Good for Nate. I did too." All right, well, uh, Doc, we we've kind of updated your brush with greatness story, so you've got a good working list to make sure you have one every pod. And okay. for your longtime fans, they love your as I as am I. I am a fanboy getting to do this show with, with uh, Steve every week. Um, my Ryan Sandberg is Hall of Fame induction ceremony, not for Rhino, for others. My wife got me the play turn two with Hall of Famers, which was this thing where you get to hit infield grounders with current Hall of Famers. Uh, I lived in Wrigleyville for a while. I go, Rhino, I would lived in Wrigleyville. What's your favorite bar in Wrigleyville? And he goes, oh, second floor of Bleachers, or Murphy's Bleachers. And I go, I didn't know Murphy's Bleachers had a second floor. <laughs> he goes, yeah, you wouldn't. You're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, to be a ball player. He then made a, a comment about the ladies that I probably can't put on the, uh, the pod here, but I was like, oh, to be a ball player. <laughs> I didn't know they had a second floor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's You're not, not allowed. A, that's not an accident. <laughs> All right, Steve, we'll take us out of here, sir. All right, that's it. Rick and I'll be back on Thursday. As usual, I'll be back. Tuesday with a special guest. Ken, you'll be back in a month. Uh, thank you, and uh, I'll be back Friday. Back to my one of the three amigos on Friday's show. Steve, as always, an honor to be on the show. Thanks for having me, sir. Thanks for coming on. See you guys later. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.